Hello, everyone. On this, the farewell episode of Tony on the Mic, <laughs> I have such a horrible performance at a party. I seriously contemplate hanging up the microphone for good. Between calling the 90-year-old guest of honor the wrong name about 17 times, not scouting a place to check Wi-Fi or wireless capabilities, it was a show from the beginning. My brother tries to cheer me up and talk me off the ledge with mixed results. Listen in on how a seasoned vet with 10,000 hours plus on microphone, supposed to be an expert, completely got the ips and couldn't say or do anything right. So, sit down, strap in, turn on, and turn up this colossal failure episode of Tony on the Mic. Our story begins as these stories often do. I might never talk on a microphone again. I had the worst. <laughs> I had the worst experience. Enjoy this. Right, right. Enjoy this podcast. It may be the last time you ever hear me on a microphone. All of you have the most amazing stories filled with drama and romance and, and meaning. And you're going to go to your guy and he goes, Look, if my brother asks, <laughs> you say no. Story, story. Let's hear another story. Story, story. That one was just sad. I've never recovered. There are nights like that. We're just like, boo, I God, don't like you, I don't like you. <laughs> this doesn't work. Of course this doesn't work. Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't want them to remember that he sucks so bad he refused to take right. money. <laughs> I have to say, that's the most amazing story I ever heard. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time you listen to this fine podcast product, my name is Tony Lawrence, and I'm Tony on the mic. Although, I may be retiring that mantle. Mantle the name, the whole the whole thing. I might never talk on a microphone again. I had the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I had the worst experience. Enjoy this, right, right. <laughs> Enjoy this podcast. It may be the last time you ever hear me on a microphone. I mean, honestly, my whole life, my whole life in high school, I remember ninety nine percent of the time you put a microphone in my hand, something good happens. You know, and and I can wing it. I can read the crowd. I can be funny i can be engaging i can be serious i've spoke at funerals i've spoke that i've spoke at weddings i've i've done a, a wide range corporate speaking i used to speak at, at corporate events and stuff like that and i'm usually pretty good and i'm usually pretty comfortable this time not so much so i'm gonna regale you with the party i did last weekend and it's probably leading to my retirement so those people at the san diego yacht club who saw this Oh, the Yacht Club? Yep. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, and you're 100% right, because I'm already thinking. I hate think these you're people, right. and they hate me. Right. You think you're better than me? Yeah. You think you're better than me? I'm, I'm oh, already I get doing it. that. And I, have, and I have no reason to think that. And every yeah, you do. Single, <laughs> <laughs> every person I spoke to, the, the guy at the gate, he's like, you know, can I help you? And chipper and everything. But I heard, can I help you? Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I'm here for the uh, Hallett birthday party. Oh, yeah. Oh, you the DJ? But what I heard was, oh, you the DJ? Right. You know? <laughs> right. And he goes, yeah, pull up here, and there's the loading zone, and when you're done, you can park behind the tennis courts. Park behind the tennis courts. Ah, you park behind the tennis courts. So I already got this massive chip on my shoulder. Now, we set this thing up about a month ago. It's a party, and she's a neighbor, Carmen, and her husband, Ralph. And jokingly, when we first started doing it, or actually not jokingly, the first time I, I said, oh, Bob, and no idea why I said Bob. 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 
Ain't that a bitch? And, she, and we talked a little bit, and then later she goes, "You know his name is Ralph, right?" I'm like, "Oh, yes, of course I do. Yes." And it's on it's on the billing. It's on you know, right. <laughs> Ralph, Ralph, Ralph. And I know his name is Ralph. The whole event is for Ralph. The whole event is for Ralph. Oh boy. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so the night of, I'm thinking, all right, I'm gonna make a little joke. I'm gonna call him Bob, and then we'll laugh about it and say it's an inside joke. Ha ha. He he. It'll be funny. That's even that's that's in my script. You know, I put a little script together a little thing with bullet points and everything so the day before i went to long beach i was in long beach i got back um friday night and then saturday morning i was heading out to the yacht club and just saying it, the yacht club and and it's funny because i'm like am i gonna be dressed should i wear what are those things they put in their shirts little ascots ascots should i wear an ascot i mean do i wear a captain's hat would that be funny do i wear a tux what do i wear and she's oh no you could just wear deck shoes and maybe a hawaiian shirt you know whatever you're comfortable in and and she's super nice and they're all super nice and, mm-hmm. and i'm like ah, all right but I'm, I'm already like what am i doing at a yacht club yes um so and then she goes yeah we want to do a tribute to the military and she gave me a little speech to say you know and then can you play proud to be an american and you know and then you could say hey all the members of the army and air force and navy and marines and coast guard stand up and everything so I'm like, yes, I can do that, no problem. And I found a medley of United States military branches. And it was really well done. It was, you know, Army and then the Navy anchors away in the United mm-hmm. States Marines. And, it, and they, they blended together really nicely. About three minutes. It was perfect. So it gave every every group about forty five seconds, mm-hmm. you know. And I said, "Hey, when you hear your name or we hear your branch, stand up so we can acknowledge you." And and blah blah. blah. So we had the we had the whole military thing built in. And she goes, "Well, when are you going to play that? This I'm proud to be an American." And I'm like, "I was going to play this instead. I could play them both. I think this would be better for the moment." And she goes, "Well, why don't you play that and then play Proud to Be an American right after?" And I said. They're gonna be they're gonna be standing for a long time. I mean, I'll be happy to play it and just like turn it down as background music. And she goes, "Well, they all really like that song." All right, okay, no problem. Uh, so, so I, I I put that in. So Saturday morning, Rich is out cleaning filters and he needs some grids and he doesn't have any. And I'm like, "All right, it's Saturday, so if he doesn't do it today, we we'll have to shut down the pool till Monday at the earliest." Right. And I said, "All right, I can run grids out." I'll lose my flex time, you know, I always give myself a little window of flex time, but maybe this is why I have the flex time today, so I can drive out and do this. So I drive out, give them the things, and and then it's a matter of coming home, and always, before I leave to any gig, plug everything in, test it, test right. one, two, check, check, play the music, play everything, just make sure I don't have a bad chord, I don't have, you know, so I'm doing all this stuff, everything checks out, throw it in, wireless mics, wireless mics work, everything's great, throw everything in the truck, drive out, truck's empty. Uh, or empty my truck, filled it up with with uh, gig stuff instead of pool stuff, right. and drove out drove out to do it. And there's a bunch of happy people all around the yacht club, and I hated every one of them. <laughs> they would smile at me, and I honestly felt, and I don't know why. That why are you being so condescending to me? It's kind of like I felt when we moved to Kings Grant. Mm-hmm. You know, said so these people they have a country club, and right. they have a golf course and a swimming club, right. and even though we were members. Because we live there, mm-hmm. I never felt at home. Yeah. So you see his dad playing soccer with his two kids, and they're laughing. And I'm just like, H. Yep. 
<laughs> you know, and I'm looking at him, and, and you go in, and, and there's people sitting in an office. I'm like, you know, I, I, I actually need another power strip. Uh, does anybody have one? And they're like, yeah, here, here, we got this really fancy one, and they had a really nice one with a tracking cord, and you can move it anywhere, and I'm like, God, you mother. I hate you God. so much. Right? <laughs> they're very nice, very helpful. But I get there, and the picture I got, they gave me a schematic of the room. And it, it was a long, long-ish room, probably 24-ish feet wide, 30 to 40 feet long. And in the room, I was next to the photo booth. And next to the photo booth was the bar on the wall, if I'm facing the crowd to my right. And to my left was a memory table and the birthday cake. And there was a couple small bar tables, like no chairs, you know, chest-high tables in the middle of the room. And everyone was outside. So... I have no line of sight to anyone. You know, I can kind of see them through windows and doors. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you know how it is. If you're engaging with a crowd. You need to see faces. You need to see reactions. You need to right. see, you know, how things are going. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting in my head a little bit. I'm already surrounded by people who hate me. You know, <laughs> Yacht Club. And I'm wearing a t-shirt because I don't want to... I brought a nicer shirt mm -hmm. and a hat, but I didn't want to wear it setting up. You know, I'm carrying the speakers right. and moving everything around. So I'm wearing a t-shirt and nobody gave the slightest indication of anything. But in my head, they're all going, Oh, you're the DJ t-shirt. Yeah. Huh? Huh, right. Yeah. You know, it's the yacht club t-shirt guy. Yeah. T-shirt guy, the yacht club. So I get there and I'm setting up and, and get the power strip. Everything's going pretty well. And, and Carmen says, Oh, we were able to get mariachis after all. They're going to play for about 45 minutes during dinner. And I'm thinking, great, that's 45 minutes. I don't have to play music, you know? And, and they gave me a playlist. We, the whole thing was, they had a playlist set up. They lost the playlist. So I'm, I'm like, I have, this is a 90-year-old birthday party, former military. I have no idea what to play. Right. So um, she sent me a bunch of songs, and then I looked up some other songs, you know, based on those. And, and I found about as much music as I thought I would need. But when I suddenly got this 45-minute window, you know, that's nine songs, ten songs, right. that, that now I can crop out some of the ones I was a little sketchy on. So we had a dinner music, then we had dance music for later, and, and she wanted to do the chicken dance and YMCA and electric slide and can you lead all that? And I'm like, yes, you know, that's right up my alley. And I'm thinking, and as the crowd's coming in, there's a lot. He's 90. And his friends are the people we went to school with, people we practice, a doctor and right. former military. So it's a lot of, I'm thinking, I can't imagine this is going to be a chicken dance crowd. I can't imagine right. this, this is going to be an electric slide. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they had kids and grandkids and there was younger people there. But the, the vast majority of people, I'd say, was 70 or over. But I'm, I'm there for it. If they want to dance, hey, let's do it. But the dance floor was inside. The people were outside so you know i get there first thing i say like it's supposed to start at two o'clock i start playing music about 155 and i said you know hey everybody thanks for coming right about two you know find your seating we're start the salads here in about 15 or 20 minutes and i'm so glad everybody had an opportunity to come and celebrate bob's birthday bob's 90th bob bob ain't that a bitch and then a couple people go ralph and i'm like i i know and carmen laughed and i said yeah i know that's just a little joke between me and carmen you know, it's it's Ralph's birthday. I called him Bob once by mistake, and now now it's kind of a running gag. Well, that running gag happened about eight more times, and I couldn't get out of my own head. It was ridiculous. I called him Bob eight more times. Now, that's something, even in real time, I'm like, if I'm out in front of the crowds and I say Bob, then I can just hold the mic 
to the crowd and they'll all go Ralph and it'll right. be like this running bit. But I'm I'm sequestered. I'm I'm away from all the people. And I even brought and it was I was I planned ahead. I brought extra speakers so that, you know, if the, if it was going to be spread out, I could just run more satellite speakers out so we didn't have to have two super loud speakers inside right. and have them try to carry. And and that worked perfectly. And the photo booth is setting up and they're like, "Oh, we can't get our Wi-Fi. We can't do this. It, something's not working." And I'm thinking, "Ah, see?" You gotta be like me. You gotta test everything the day of. You gotta be prepared, and you know, feeling pretty good about myself. The first Bob was funny. The rest of the Bobs, not so much. So <laughs> they start serving dinner and the mariachis, and I, by this time, I probably call them Bob three times. Uh, mariachis start playing, and I'm I'm desperately trying to get out of my head. So I have my whole little script. I wrote Ralph. Obviously, he's printed out and everything. So I got a Sharpie. And every time I said, Ralph graduated high school. Ralph joined the military. Ralph did this. Ralph did that. I'm writing Ralph in in Sharpie uh -huh. so that there's no Bob anywhere in my brain. Welcome back to Bob's birthday celebration. Bob. Bob. Ain't that a bitch? Ralph. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Boo. Right <laughs> T-shirt guy, right? T-shirt <laughs> guy doesn't know the guy's name. I hope everybody enjoyed their salads. The entrees are coming out. Uh, please put your your card out in front because it was it was you had a little card. It's a chicken, beef, or veggie, and um and and again, thank you for celebrating Ralph's birthday. And I did maybe got half of those right in the little second phase. So the mariachis go back and they're playing some more. They're bringing dinner out and they forgot me. And like just as the rap, mariachis are wrapping up, the guy's like, "Oh, we we forgot your dinner." And Carmen's like, "Oh, sit down and eat." And they brought my meal last, which you should always give the DJ first, so he's done, right? <laughs> and, and everybody can go on. So I'm 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 scarfing it down, really good, you know, stupid rich yacht food. Of course, it's but, good, <laughs> but it was good, and I and I ate it. And they came and got my stuff. And the staff, those are my people. We're all in t-shirts. You know, and right. we changed into our mm -hmm. working gear. <laughs> I love your Bob joke, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bob, that guy. Who's he think he is? <laughs> but um, and the bartenders are really cool. So I I had this amazing, amazingly well prepared. I had a couple weeks and just did a bunch of research. We're gonna do a this is your life, right? Okay. Bob was born in 1932. Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> other people born in 1932 johnny cash sonny liston patsy klein little richard elizabeth taylor tiny tim debbie reynolds and the andrew sisters were formed and that comes into play later folks the depression was 1929 to 1932 as it started to wind down many historians credit bob's ralph's birthday being born for ending the depression yeah. I'm like, oh yeah yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah you deliver that in one smooth line it might work you know, many people consider Ralph's birthday one of the key factors to ending the depression. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's great. Stumble over it and stammer. It's awful. Say Bob for the tenth time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ralph is older than Fantasia, Snow White, Gone with the Wind, and Little Women. He had, he's two years younger than Penicillin. You know, ha 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 ha. Ralph. <laughs> and, it, and it went on. And then, so I had all these things. And now I'm skipping them. I'm trying to prioritize them because now I just want to get off the mic. Now I just want to let everybody eat, dance, right. do whatever. I just want to stop talking. But I have two full pages of history and some really good stuff. 1932, for example, Herbert Hoover was president. Amelia Earhart crossed the Atlantic by herself. 
the Lindbergh kidnapping, and Al Capone was convicted for tax evasion. Those are pretty, pretty big things. It all happened the year, the year Bob was born. The, <laughs> the top movie when Bob was born was, you know, and then I'm looking at these movies, and nobody cares about these movies. Nobody cares about these songs. Brother, Can You Spare a Dime? All of Me. These are the number one songs in 1932. <sighs> all right, at five years old, I didn't even have run of the house. I wasn't allowed to go outside and play by myself. Ralph was, and I don't even know if I said, you know, what point right. I'm saying Ralph and what point I'm saying Bob. He was, he rode on the ferry and he brought donuts to go get donuts from grandma's house and they'd bring them back to the house. And sometimes the donuts actually made it back on the ferry because ah, Bob ate them. Right. And I said that because Bob ate them. <laughs> Fuck. I know. <laughs> it's like, oh. At 11, He's plane spotting for the war. He's 11 years old, and he's at a plane spotting station. He's watching it for planes. And I, then I just start saying he, and I'm just decided I'm not saying names anymore. Uh, during, you know, 1934, he's a plane spotter. At 11 years old, he went to Seattle, Washington from Edmonds all by himself to see the Andrews Sisters concert because he really loved those Andrews Sisters. I was told he remembers the first adult movie came out in the 40s. I'm like, no, not Ralph. I don't accept that. Ha, ha, ha. But now there's no rhythm. There's no there's no pattern. I'm in my head. I'm going, oh my God. Just just stop talking. Just run away. Just run home. Leave your stuff. Buy new stuff. Just leave. And so Ralph graduated high school in 1950. I'm told he was a really crackerjack student. Ha ha ha. Any high school uh, class friends and classmates <laughs> in the crowd? Can you raise your hand? I don't know if anybody raised their hand because I can't see most of the crowd. It was sarcastic because Bob's. Jesus, I'm doing it right now because Ralph got C's and D's and wasn't a very, you know, studious mm -hmm. kid in high school. Top movies, Eisenhower president, Brinks robbery. Blah. He went to Seattle University for two years. His interruption got his inter his education got interrupted as he enlisted in the Korean War for two years. And then he did a year in reserves and then he went to Washington University and then then what's now UC Irvine. And I'm just I'm 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 chewing up words so fast. And, and stumbling over words. And you know how it feels when you're talking too fast. And you know you're talking too and fast. And you're not seeing anybody either? And I'm, I'm just like snippets of, a, of a maybe 15 to 20% of the crowd through various windows. and They're they, all outside. Yes, they're all outside, which that was one of the contributing factors. You just, have no idea how it's... No, none. Sounding... Nope feeling out nope. there turn up the mic turn down the mic and i turn up and then i got the thumbs up and you know a couple times so everybody could hear so so i assume unfortunately that the sound was good and they could hear everything i was saying um so i'm i'm just scrambling kennedy bay of pigs the year he graduated high school and, and going through all this stuff first humans in space all these great things that i had made this and nice, i googled <laughs> right well but yeah. I, I took the time right to yeah. prepare it and, exactly. and make it work and make it stream and had callbacks to other things that had happened earlier in his life. And um, during this time in 1956, he married Sharon Cass, which was the first wife. And we decided to mention it, but, you know, not dwell on it. Uh -huh. And he I said something to the effect of the love of his life brought three beautiful daughters into the world. Because the next line was he met the love of his life, Carmen, <laughs> you know, right. later. I like uh, Kathy Newell, say hi, Yuba City, say hi, Patty. Oh, so and so couldn't be here. Sends their sends their best, uh, and then he went to Detroit, and so I'm I'm going through this, and and I'm honestly just thinking it's horrible. So, oh, 
one other little hiccup before all this. As the dinner's being passed out, they have a Monsignor and a Friar, very Catholic, who mm -hmm. want to say a blessing and do the words. I'm like, no problem. I have a wireless mic. Well, a wireless mic works great in a room. If you have to go outside through a window nope. or a door, yeah. line of sight, it's not. So I'm giving this mic to Monsignor, who's going to bless the meal, and it's cutting out and crackling. And I'm sitting there going, oh. and this was before that last little stammer I just went over. And so I'm freaking out. I'm going, this is, this is, this is awful. You know, and at this point, I decided I wasn't going to take her money, you know, because <laughs> I'm not taking any money for this. Here is a hundred bucks. Uh, right. Right. And it was embarrassment. It was a, yeah. Yes, exactly. I paid for my own dinner. <laughs> That's how bad the show was. So, um, another guy there came up and he goes, who worked there at the yacht club and he said, Hey, t-shirt guy. No, he didn't. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I think if we can move this here and do this and do that, we might be able to get a little better line of sight. So they're working on it. They're trying to help me out. And and I'm talking. So I go back to my microphone. Everybody eats. And then we say, we're going to open the the floor for toasts because anybody wants to do a toast. And a bunch of people raise their hand. So I'm passing this wireless mic. Not working very well. But there's a little sliver of a place where it works. Well, these people are 90 years old. So it's not like I can usher them all. Imagine they're all like to the same spot. Talking that, with yeah, the right with the microphone off to the side, yeah. and I'm like, here, hold a little closer, you know. Like, and, come and, on, you've seen this on TV, right? <laughs> right. When people you have do to that, know how this works. <laughs> like... And uh, so we're, we're doing the toast, and there was a slight moment of redemption where one of the daughters, no, the woman <clears throat> who set up the honor flight, he went on an honor flight to all the memorials just last year. I mean, it was, it was a big deal. There was mm -hmm. a lot of really good things and really important things that he saw that he did that. He participated in, and Mushmouth. I'm like, you know, from Bill Cosby's uh, Fat Albert cartoons. Yeah. Um, dude, and by the way, if, if a white guy wrote Cosby's Kids, he'd have been crucified. Because have you watched any of those guys like Mushmouth and? Uh, it's been a, it's been a while since I've seen any any of the Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. Yeah, I saw it on the We Have to Talk About Cosby. Which is I don't, really I haven't good. Seen that. You should check it out. Well, I mean, if you want to hate Bill Cosby, right? But <laughs> which you know, I didn't want to. I right. don't necessarily want to. But you end up hating him after it. Uh, yeah. At this point, I mean, after you, what, what, what I've heard, you yeah. know, it sucks. It well, sucks just it because it's like when he was but most much, of his career. Much mouth was pretty funny still, and he represented you know black kids with black faces and black yeah. noses and black you know yeah. features and not you know just colored in white kids right you know right which, which is better than nothing right but that's franklin you know from that's peanuts yeah yeah from peanuts they just took one kid and colored him in dark um but all the features are the same so i i reach out to this this one woman and i'm like okay anybody want to do a toast you have to come and stand right here you have to stand right here this is the only place you can do it and she comes over and i start to handle the mic oh wait no one step over no wait one step back no one step over and she's doing it and i'm like anyway and we start like square right. dancing and everything uh -huh. and and for a moment a glimmer i thought you had a, we're, you had a, we're back under control right. I, had, I had i had a rope around it. i had a rain crowd in. yeah and she starts to talk and it's i knew <laughs> so I, I the only thing i don't take full responsibility for was the setup it was really impractical and 
you know, had I had I gone out and tested, I, I would have said, "There's no way this wireless mic's going to get outside. We need to change some stuff around here because this isn't going to work." Right. And when I fought, saw the first group, so it, anyway, so he had a 1969. He opens his private practice. He hires Terry Arika, Arakawa. Terry Arakawa, and um, you know, she's in the crowd. Please stand up. Like, did you ever imagine when Bob hired you? That you would be here 53 years later. Did you write Bob on the thing? Nothing. There's no Bob anywhere. It just got in my brain, and I got the yips. It happened at a football game. We did Rancho Santa Fe, but we played in Pop Warner for a couple years, Rancho San Diego. So whenever I say Rancho or think Rancho, I think Rancho San Diego. Right. So I'm at I'm at the stadium, and but it was only like maybe three times. I'm like, you know, Rancho Santa Fe, and they're like, Rancho San Diego, or vice Ooh, versa, whatever. Yes, what it meant. Right. And, uh, you know, but but then that's that's my home. I can do it. You know, I can overcome anything at the stadium. And so right. I made a few more jokes and then ever and even the coach, they were like, dude, that was really funny. You know, I get it. It's cool. And and luckily it was a good close game and good thing Grossmont won. But, you know, it was just perfect. But it was it was deep, deep, deep in my brain. And I couldn't. And, and I'm sitting there honestly thinking, is it Ralph or Bob? What is yeah. his name? Should have never right. done it in the yes. first place. Never. Right. Yeah. I had a Jim and a, a Jim or a Jim or a Joe. It was Joe. It was always Joe. But every time I saw him, it's like J J J and What's up, like, Jay Money? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> what up? Home team? Home slice? <laughs> yeah. So uh we went through all that and then the the Monsignor says, I'd like to anoint Ba. Jesus, I'd like to anoint, I'm talking about Monsignor, and I just went, Jesus, I'd like to anoint Ralph with holy oil. I'm like, okay, what, you know, I, I'm not sure what that entails. And so Carmen pulls back his hat, and, and the minister, or priest, or Monsignor, whatever, he's, he's talking in the mic, and he says, on this holy, I'm thinking, oh, oh my God. You know, God, why have you forsaken me right. now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you couldn't get through the next minute. You couldn't like wedge a little connection for the next minute so he could finish <laughs> this part. And he he had some some holy oil in the forehead. He does a cross and he gives him a blessing. And the audience heard if you're sitting at the table, you heard most of it. But any other table, you just heard some static and some clicking. And it, yeah. And in your head is this dude is so unprofessional <laughs> right yes yes and i'm like i do this this is what i do yeah and and this doesn't happen you know this never happens to me right. <laughs> and, and so <clears throat> he had a couple quotes like if it's not broke don't fix it and don't read the instructions only unless you fail if you fail go back and read the instructions and apparently ralph could sleep anywhere he says because he had so many days without sleep i'm floating asleep standing up leaning on a wall can someone check on ralph now and make sure he's awake see i had that i didn't say any of that you know why because i was scared i was gonna say bob it was terrible so we passed out the mic we did the toast um they came up and and then it's like so and there's no wi-fi nobody has wi-fi so i have the list of songs that they gave me and I play the first one. I don't know. It's like Love Will Keep Us Together, maybe, or I Will Survive, or you know, just something. They did a lot of seventies and eighties, a lot of a lot of good stuff, a lot of soulful stuff, some mm -hmm. temptations and and uh, different stuff. And and some guy comes in, and goes, "Hey, do you have Louie Louie?" Like, well, let me let me see what I could do. And he goes, "Ugh, 
dude give me a minute so i set up a hotspot with my phone right so i could have a wi-fi brought down louie louie from youtube and then i'm terrified because you know when you play a version off youtube that you don't pre-screen that's why i never ever do it at parties i download everything i'm gonna play right and you know and i have literally 100 but for this this gig i had a file with 30 40 songs you know you're not playing get low or you know (laughs) or anything like that so i find louie louie and I'm like, dan, 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 dan. And again, that little glimmer of hope, that little moment that maybe one guy will walk out. Same guy walks through. And he's the one who went, okay? Right. Walks right through. I'm playing Louie Louie, and I'm like dancing. Louie Louie. Uh-huh. Doesn't even look at me. Just walks through. Goes through the other door. Never looks back. I'm like, you go inside. Hello? Hello? Can I get a little bit of credit for one thing? <laughs> And it, dude, it was, it was, it was awful beginning to end. So afterwards I'm cleaning up a couple people are like, Hey, thank you. Good job. I don't patronize me. (laughs) You don't need your pity. (laughs) And, uh, Carmen's trying to pay me and I told him I'm not going to take it. I said, I'm just, I don't feel good about myself if I take that money. So I'm I'm telling Jeff, a friend of mine, Jeff Broker, you know, Jeff. Uh And he says, that's, you know, that's honor, that's integrity. And that's what they're going to remember. I'm like, no, I don't want them to remember that he sucks so bad. He refused to take money. (laughs) (laughs) I want them to remember. I've never had someone not say, Hey, do you have a card? You know, how can we book you? How can we do these things At, at everything at foundation meetings at PTA at talent shows at, Whatever it is, wherever I go, when I put a mic in my hand, something good normally happens. Right. And this was so bad. It was so bad. And I got so deep in my head that I, I couldn't ever get out of it. And that was my night in a nutshell. It's in the rear view now. Uh, dude, but it's clearly not. Because even now when I'm telling this story, he's still Bob. In some cases, you know, and it's not Bob, it's Ralph. When when I see his face, I think Ralph. When I think of telling the stories, I don't, for whatever reason, I say Bob. Bob is what comes out of my mouth. Bob. You did a bitch. You got a bitch. <laughs> anyway, so that was my story. That was my night. That was my retirement party. I will, uh, this, this broadcast of talking about the party will be my last time on a microphone. I hope I get another gig pretty quick. Uh, I do have a wedding it in June already. It would be nice already. to not have that right. be your last one for right. a while. Right. I mean, like ever. I mean, you right, know, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. But as long as it is, it's like to be. It'd be nice to have it be as short as possible. Yeah. So I have a wedding in June, and I have something at the end of April. Uh, a little corporate thing, small business, but that's over a month away. In, in the meantime, no football games, no basketball games. There's no opportunity. Well, podcast. But no opportunity for me to go on a mic and go to the stadium, you know, and... Maybe I'll see if you can cover cover some six to nine, nine to six DJ shifts. Hey. All you got to do is talk to, say little announcements here and there. I could do that. I could do that. Oh. I swear I can. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Yeah. Let me do it once. Right. You're going to go to your guy and he goes, look, if my brother asks... <laughs> You say just no. Tell him, just tell him. Yeah, we have it full. Too it's many. Done. Yeah, there's like all the like clearance Too, things or yeah, whatever we insurance. Can't, yeah, just where's just, no. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, everybody. It's Tony on the mic. Oh, we heard about you at Ralph's party. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that is going to do it for this truncated version of Tony on the mic. You may or may not hear from me again in the future. Hopefully, I have a good. 
podcast topic or something that can redeem my credibility and my self-esteem because that party was awful. It was booty. It was booty hole trash. It was Jada. It was a booty hole party. (laughs) (laughs) Edit that out. Maybe. (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh yeah. I guess I probably should. (laughs) It was a booty hole party. (laughs) Damn it. And that's funny. And I can't probably can't leave that in. Probably not. I might. You could. I could put in the after like the post credits, like the extended scenes, a blooper reel. I, dude, I'm so bad at this all of a sudden. <laughs> I used to be really good at this. And now everybody said, hey, you're good at this. Hey, you're so good at the crowd. You really have a way with a microphone. That's why I'm Tony on the mic. That's why they call me Bob. That's right. <laughs> well, and that's what I said. Uh, this is your DJ, Bob on the mic. I said that at the end. Uh, I don't think anybody heard. And that was the thing is is I could just... And you, you feel when you have that electricity. You feel when you have that connection. Mm-hmm. You feel it. And and when you have it, it's magic. And it's wonderful. And you know anything you say, you can get away with saying because everybody's bought in. Mm-hmm. And then at this venue, I, I don't know that anyone was bought in. And I know I didn't have that credibility. And I know I didn't have that power. So... Even my Bob at the end, hey, this has been Bob, you know, Bob on the mic with your music tonight. No, blah, blah, blah. It just, you know, and even the nice little segues that I rehearsed, man. I said them in the mirror, you know, like, blah, 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 da, 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 da. And it, and it flowed and it was great. And you could, you could feel it, you know, your chest opens up a little bit when you start to say it. And none of it worked when I got there. None of it. It just, it got in my head from the beginning. Crackling mic on the, on the wireless because it was so far away. Rich people at the Yacht Club, and I just never recovered. Yeah. I just never recovered. There are nights like that where you're just like, boo, I God, don't like you. I don't like you. <laughs> this doesn't work. Of course this doesn't work. Right, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, in the photo booth, and I'm sitting there, and I'm kissing ass, okay? You want me to take a picture? Because the photo booth people didn't have their Wi-Fi, so they couldn't take pictures but they had all the props the hats the boas the signs and all so that were they letting people do it with their yeah, phone so people were doing it themselves so every time somebody came up and i was sitting right hey you want me to you know take a picture and they're like no and i'm just kidding right yeah <laughs> but you know and i'm taking pictures and i'm oh try that oh look over here and and the the people and then again that was face-to-face feedback i got good stuff from that you know but it was maybe 10 percent of the party did right. you know photo booth stuff so ugh. Anyway, like I said, this is Tony on the mic. This may be my last podcast. Hopefully not. Hopefully I get another opportunity to talk on a microphone and be good. That's what I'm hoping for. It's all I ask. It's all I ask. Just give me a chance, man. All I need is a chance. All right. Say goodnight, BJ. Thanks again for your help. You are welcome. And um, we'll see you guys later on Tony on the mic. Tony in the Mesa. The Mesa. Outro. 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 And that's going to do it for another episode of Tony on the Mic. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. I want to thank my guests. I want to thank my sponsors. And you can find more info and episodes at TonyOnTheMic.com. Tony on the Mic on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. All these platforms are slowly becoming populated with quality entertainment products. So check it out. And tell your friends and click and like and subscribe and all that stuff. 